I'm tutoring full-time now, and I work in the chorus for some opera companies. Nothing major. The composing. How's that coming? <laughs> it sits in my drawer. You mustn't keep it there too long. It's not the right time. It never will be. I heard you went back to the Globe. Yes. I've been living up in Boston. How's that been? It was interesting. It didn't make any sense without Eddie. But still, I had to stay. I didn't know where else would hire me. They were good to me there. I gained the respect, I guess. Must be strange there. It was. Was? Oh, I hadn't been at the Globe in a few months. I'm not writing anymore, at least not for a while. I see. Well, feel free to take your coat off and come in. It's bitterly cold out. Thank you. I haven't seen snow come down quite like this since we moved in. It felt sort of perfect. When I picture this place, it's always covered in snow. It's coming down like crazy today. We're afraid the subways will shut down. Oh, dear. Is Eddie in? Ezra's gone for a walk. He doesn't want to see me. No. I suppose that makes sense. You really took us all off guard. I apologize. It was very rude. I had half a mind to not let you up. Thank you for letting me in. I don't know why I did. But I guess... I mean, a part of me always wonders how you are. How it all ended up. It's been all right. Where should I put my coat? Here, let me. You can sit or whatever, I don't mind. All right. It's not changed much, has it? I don't know what I was expecting. Ezra usually makes a mess of the place when he's working. Just leaving newspaper clippings and papers all over the place like a madman. I just cleaned for the holiday. It was like that in Boston, too. For the both of us, we sort of let the apartment fall to complete disrepair whenever we launched into a story. Not clean, not cooked. I already had the tendency, but he fully drew it out. He's a bad influence. Do you have company coming over for the holiday? I guess I didn't think to ask. I suppose I, I didn't really know it was a holiday. I have a friend coming, actually. But she's running late. The snow and all. I don't mean to intrude. All the cooking's done. It's just a waiting game now. Don't worry. I'll be gone before she gets here, I swear. Don't worry. I'm probably awfully hard to explain. She'd understand. Is she? Yes. Oh. 
you? It's not been long. Oh, that's wonderful. Where did you meet? Work on an opera. That's wonderful. She's going to move in soon. Really? By the end of the month. It'll be quite cramped with you two and Eddie, won't it? But I, I guess she'll sleep in your room. Is this uh, Tosca? Yes. My mother and I went to see it in Boston a little after I moved back. Some sort of attempt to bond or something. I don't know. It's a marvelous opera. You're very lucky. I left early. The torture scene. It just brought something up. My mother was so mortified. I just started shaking and crying. I became just a complete mess, this strange mess, everyone in the theater staring. I felt like such a schoolgirl then. And my mother stuffing tissues into my face. It was so strange. I didn't even know exactly what it was. I bolted out of the theater after a point. She followed an intermission and found me in the lobby, tried to get me to come back in, but I couldn't even look at her. I don't know why, but I just couldn't. It was like she was speaking to me in some horrible foreign language. I hailed a taxi and went home. And that sort of ended her efforts for us to reconnect. Do you want me to turn it off? No, this is fine. I don't know what they're saying, so it's fine. I'm fine. I find it harder to cry these days anyway. I used to just clam up every time I heard the news. I'd always assume that. But now I think I only half feel it. I mean, so much horrible all the time. It just sort of becomes worse, doesn't it? I don't know. Still leaves me rather unsettled. But I feel like unsettled is just my state of being now. I never feel calm. I never feel happy. It's just become a state I've accepted. I didn't know how it could be to live with this weight in your heart, but I guess we all sort of live. I guess we do. I want to thank you for the doctor. Oh, it, it, it was nothing. It was very safe, very discreet. I don't know what I would have done without it. I'm glad you're all right. It was very frightening. I mean, you hear such horror stories, but it all ended up fine. I was ill for some time, but then it was all right. It's good. I just can't thank you enough. I really owe you so much. Don't worry about it. Was Eddie quite mad at you for it? Not really. He was more angry at you for leaving like you did. I understand getting the abortion. I really do. Your career, it was more important. That makes sense. I would have done the same thing even if I was in love with a boy. But leaving like you did, and just announcing it, one afternoon and gone by nightfall, it was so needlessly cruel. I mean, I really didn't want to let you up. It's truly my curiosity getting the better of me, because I honestly don't know how someone can do what you did to him. I feel awful about that. He thought you were going to marry him. I know. And then suddenly you're just packed and going back to Boston. I mean, it's just so cruel. I know I was 
cold to you at first, but you never struck me as that sort of evil. It just... It all got too much. Everything that was happening, and you remember what it was like, every bit of news was something awful. And we kept having friends in the globe calling us and telling us they had tips on just things that could turn your stomach, over there and over here. I thought they're going to be back to him. Any day now, they'll find their address. And you didn't want to be around when that happened. I guess I was never wrong about you. No, that isn't it. Then what? Make me understand. I remember what you told me that night about having a Jewish child in this world, but why leave him altogether? It was just all so terrifying. I mean, I couldn't see anywhere we would be safe. We heard those reports, and immediately I could see it happening on our doorstep and me not being able to protect him, just like in Boston, and I just couldn't do it again. But that's how I live every day. That's how my mother lives, how his mother lives, how everyone I know lives. We live with this constant knowledge of how close all of that is, how at any minute the pendulum could swing or the Nazis could make it over here, and that could be us in those news reports every single day. I wake up with this, this anvil on my chest, and unlike you, I don't just go numb to that. I have no idea how I'm living with it. I don't know how Ezra lives with it. I don't know how anyone does, but we do somehow and unlike you we can't run from it we can change our names like eddie but even that does nothing truly we can't just go back up to boston and cry it out at tosca i know that i'm not explaining myself right no i think you're explaining yourself perfectly you know maybe he was right maybe you should go it wasn't about being scared for myself maybe a little but that wasn't why i left it was because there was this unbridgeable distance between us I knew I was taking him from his family, from everyone. I mean, they were never really going to accept us, were they? He kept dreaming that they would, but... I mean, when it comes to his life, he never sees things as they are, only as they could be. And, and, and family, that's perhaps the only thing that could protect him, right? You kept saying it. It's times like this when we need our families most, and I... I, I was driving him from his. That hurt him more than he could ever admit. I could see it. At night, that broadcast, it all just suddenly made sense to me. There was never a single space in the universe we could exist in. He just couldn't see that. So why are you back? If it's all so unbearably impossible, why are you even here? I need to see him. About what? I left the globe because I've taken a new job. You came all this way to tell him you have a new job? As a nurse, I've enlisted. Oh, the Army Nurse Corps. I've seen the posters. They wanted college-educated women. I'm going to training next week. I should be overseas in the new year. I know how you feel about the war. But I couldn't just do nothing. I thought about it for a while. There's nothing more for me here. You could have kept writing. I'm sure Eddie's complained to you about the same things, but you can't get anything of worth published anymore. We're so censored, it's almost frightening. And I just... I need to look the wolf in its mouth, so to speak. If I go there, if I see it, at least it's not this terrifying unknown. You're going to see things there no person should see. I know that. Believe me, I don't have any romantic notions about this, but I just feel so goddamn helpless every day, and at least this will be something. 
Does your family know? Yes. I sent them a telegram. I assume they're worried. I don't know. We're not really speaking. I think it's a stupid thing to do. I knew you would. So you came to tell him in person, in case I would be able to leave without telling him goodbye. I realized that just a few days ago. Bought a train ticket down here. I would be at peace with anything in my life, I think. But I knew I needed to see him again. Of course, this is so selfish of me. It's all right. It's not. I can't make him speak to you. I know. I wouldn't ask you to. But he may come on his own. Just wait. All right? Don't head off. Don't call a cab. Stay here a little longer. Are you sure? No. But you came all this way. My brother just enlisted. I'm sorry. Everyone wants me to be proud. He's such an idiot. If he's anything like you, I'm certain he'll be all right. I don't know what that means. Just that... Well, you're one of the bravest people I've ever met. I don't think I'm brave at all. You live a life no one has courage for. You say what you mean and damn the consequences. There's something absolutely untamable about you that I've never seen in anyone else. You talk about this fear you have, that you live with, and yet you shoulder it in just the most resolute way. I know you won't believe me, but I've thought about you quite a bit in these past four years. And it's always in the context of, if I was Freda, I would have the courage to do this thing, whatever it might be. You don't care what anyone thinks of you, and that's about the bravest thing someone can do in this country. I care what people think, actually. Quite a bit. I just can never live up to their standards. I mean, I don't think I have a choice but to be what I am. I don't know how to do anything else. But I think that's brave in and of itself. Well, that's kind of you to say. Too damn cold out. Told you. The roads are going to be covered. I haven't seen snow like this in years. Don't expect roofs anytime soon. The trains will probably go down. You'd think they'd learn how to handle this stuff. That's bureaucracy. I'm going to check on some stuff in the kitchen. I'm sorry, should I leave? If the snow's this bad, you don't want to leave now. Wait until it calms down. It might just get worse. How long do you think it's going to last? I don't know. It, it may ease up in an hour, or it might become a full-on blizzard. Hard to tell. It's not safe for you to go out now. You'll have no hope of hailing a cab, and it's getting dark. Wait up a bit instead. Would that be all right? Of course. 
see if there's a thing I can do about those latkes. Probably nothing. Ha ha. Do you want me to go into my room while you wait? I don't have to be here. No. No, it's fine. It's up to you. All right. Whatever you need. Mm-hmm. This is strange. Yeah. I don't know what I... I don't know. We really don't have to do this. How are you? I'm all right. Was the trip down from Boston? Easy. I took the train. Not very long. Right. Right. Thank you. I'm fine. We should turn that off. What? The music. It's. Well, it was Freda who was listening to it anyway. Is it bothering you? I guess. It's a good opera. It's a little much for me. Would you mind if I change it? No, it's fine. There's nothing good. Then just turn it off. Your score. It hasn't faded. No. It said it would. Yeah. I I think the cut was deeper than they previously realized or something. Oh. I don't hate it. It's a conversation starter, to say the least. It looks better than it did. It doesn't hurt or anything. But I'll have it all my life. I'm just glad there was no brain damage. I got lucky. And you look well. As do you. <laughs> you must be a lucky man. Nope. You're intended? I what? Adam told me you're engaged. Adam told you that? He said someone he knew saw it announced in the papers in Newport. Someone from back home, he assumed. You two must be very happy together. Eddie, what are you... No, it makes sense. I mean, it really does. I noticed that your articles from the Globe have stopped in the past few months. I assume the future mister doesn't approve of it. I would never have made you stop writing, you know. But hey, you did it all. Career woman, independent, politically radical, sleep around, moving with a Jew even. I mean, I knew how freaked out your parents were. You certainly got their attention. <laughs> but then, of course, it started to get a little too real. A little too permanent, a little too damning, and you got scared, and you went home and cleaned the slate, and that was like none of it ever happened, right? And you can laugh about it while playing bridge in ten years. How you nearly married some disgusting little Jew. How absolutely ridiculous. So I assume you've come to what? Tell me in person, invite me to the wedding for old times' sake. You turned me into such an idiot, and it was only ever a game to you. Jesus! I'm not engaged, you moron! That was really hard! You're a moron! When has Adam had a good scoop in his life? What? I can't believe you would just trust Adam on something like this. He always has the 
anything. I don't know where he heard such a thing, but it's completely ridiculous. Wait, so you're not engaged? No, of course I'm not. But he said someone read it in the paper in Newport. And that was a reputable enough source for you. You didn't even check with Marge or someone. I worked with you for years. I expected better of you. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't research it. It wasn't a story. It came from a friend and it sounded legitimate. How could you just believe that of me? I don't know where he even got the idea. And you know, Eddie, if I was engaged, it wouldn't be for any of the reasons you have previously stated. It would be because I'd fallen in love. I can't believe you would just think these things about me. Uh, Julia. I don't know what made me come here. I really don't. I need to go. Snow, you can't leave now. I'll take my chances. It was nice to see you. Let me get my coat. Wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please don't leave. It, uh, I'm a bastard. What's wrong with you? Saying something like that? I'm sorry. Do you really think that of me? No, no. Never. Then why say it? I got carried away. I didn't mean it. I didn't even think it. I just wanted to hurt you. Well, you certainly did. It was rotten of me. Nothing about this was... How could you think it was a game to me? I didn't think that. I swear, not even for a second. I just... I just thought you were coming back to gloat. Why would I do that? I don't know. I don't know why you're here at all, to be honest. I don't know. It's far easier to hate you than... journal. The piece on lynching, it was brilliant. He fanged. The editor wouldn't let me use half my interviews. Said I would be igniting too much. That doesn't surprise me. I had this piece I wrote up all about what's happening out west with the Japanese, but they axed it. You know how they are there. I had done all these amazing interviews, too. I fought with all I had, but it didn't work. I thought that piece you did on conscientious objectors was incredible. I mean, I can't believe that got published. I couldn't either. But the religious slant, I, that was helpful, I think. It, it was so well constructed. You, you always know how to piece these things together until the truth just shines through. All of your pieces. I mean, you've written so many brilliant ones about Roosevelt and everything, about the situation overseas. It's like you fit all these puzzle pieces together that no one could even have thought would make sense, but for you, it's second nature. I feel like mine lacks the voice of yours. You have this urgency when you write, especially your recent pieces. I don't know how to find that. This is why we worked best together, I suppose. We were unstoppable like that. I don't know why you quit. It's one of the first things Hitler went after when he took over. Jewish journalists and, and then the press in general. We should have known then. And now with all the restrictions on press and wartime, it makes my skin crawl. I know. 
No one seems to want to see that. We need someone to be a good guy. You still use Edward Llewellyn when you write. I wasn't sure if you'd change it back. It's too late to change it back. It's my whole professional reputation. But personally, I go by Ezra now. Oh. So I assume you see more of your family now? Yes. I'm happy for you. They would have grown on you with time. I don't know if that's true. We'd have tried. For what? It feels like the end of the world. What's the point in trying? Do you really believe that? I don't know. I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out why you left. I've gone through every possible reason. It was the right thing to do. <laughs> I don't know if I agree. But I think... I mean, I think I understand. It's like what you told me that night, right? About bringing a child into a world like this? Yes. I, I hear the reports, too. You must get the same sort of tips. Whole villages. Shot in a day. People forced to dig their own graves. Piles of bodies burnt. The whole thing being just... institutionalized. And no one doing anything. People just watching it happen. I mean, you hear... It's unconfirmed. But you hear... Mothers holding little babies, being gassed, and I just, I don't, I don't even know how to think about it. It makes me feel so, and it's always you when I hear about it. It's always you holding that child. And I think. I think I don't, I don't know. If I was Julia, would I have had the courage to do what she did? Because you did it to save them, didn't you? From something like that happening to them. We don't know if that'll happen here. No, and we pray it won't, of course, but... It could. You saw that. You saw that possibility, and you did all you could to protect them. Stop making me out like I'm a saint. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I understand. I wonder if it was the right choice. A lot. But I think... I mean, I still think it would have been selfish to have it. That's always where I end up. It's selfish to bring another life into this world. How were you afterwards? I, you left before. I wanted to call you, but I, I didn't know if you wanted me to. I was all right. He was good, the doctor. After I had to go to the hospital for a time. Were you bleeding? It wasn't a big deal. It was handled. I wasn't there long. Everything was all right. 
I'm glad. I know they go wrong so easily. This was fine, though. I was very lucky. Did your parents ever find out? My mother suspected. We never discussed it. We aren't really speaking anyway. Oh. I don't know what I can say to them anymore. Everything about them. I, I don't know who they are to me. I don't know where I fit. I thought here. With me. But that was impossible. That's why I left. I was halfway to convincing you that it wasn't. But then that broadcast came on. The riots, it all made sense then. You and Freda buzzing about together, calling relatives. It was a whole world that I had no part in. There was no place for me and no safe place for the child, and I felt it would be better to just disappear. We could have just talked it through. I was terrified. All that had happened in Boston, and then that, every instinct I had was telling me to run for your own good. Nothing could have talked me out of it by then. You should have let me try. How were you? After. What do you mean? I just worried a lot about you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't like I just had an abortion or anything. I mean, you know, how did you feel? Well, I, I was pretty damn torn up, if you must know. Oh. I mean, what do you think? Nothing made any sense suddenly. I mean, I mean it didn't make sense. I should have explained more. I know. I was just scared. I didn't know what to say. It felt like the world was ending. I'm sorry. I, I just sort of drifted. I, I felt like I was waiting all this time for something decisive. I don't know. Something coming down and finishing me off. You or them, maybe ending that would have made sense. But then, you know, I got over it. I went back to life. Well, you seem to be doing very well for yourself. At the journal, I mean. Well, I had to do something. After a point. Why'd you go back to the Globe? Only place that would have me. That's not true. I needed to be somewhere I recognized. Somewhere stable. Even if. Even if it always reminded me of you, at least it made some sense. I couldn't just start fresh. I'd, always, I'd already exhausted my reserves of bravery by then. Why'd you stay living here? It was easy, I guess. And it was good. To be back with family, in light of it all. I'm glad. I hope there are people to care for you, too. I'm good at being alone. I'm an expert at it, I think. You shouldn't have to be. But I am. And besides, it's my fault. I left. That was my choice. I meant to call you more than just right after, you know. There's been so many moments I've meant to, actually. Me too. Last year, when Virginia Woolf died, I, I mean, you always loved her writing. I nearly phoned, but then I stopped. <laughs> I thought about calling you then, too. It just would have felt like a silly reason. With everything going on. It wouldn't have been one. I'd hear the news from Germany and such, and think about calling quite a bit as well. 
think about your family? Have you heard anything? No. Not for months. I didn't know if I should ask or not. We're assuming the worst. I mean, we just assume they're all... My mother won't say it, but we know that. Oh, Eddie. It's Ezra. Ezra. My, my feelings haven't changed, you know. I've tried to make it go away, and I can't. I, I think that proves my hypothesis about there's not being pretend. I don't know if you want to talk about this. No, I, I think we have to. Because well, if you're right about this being the end of the world, then I need you to know. I know. You don't need to say it. You don't need to open up. I need to say it because I've spent the last four years pretending it wasn't true, and that's done nothing for me. So I might as well say it. I love you. I haven't stopped, and I don't think I ever will. Sometimes it feels pathetic, and other days it feels infuriating, but it's simply a fact at this point. I don't know what to do with it, but I love you. I know it's horribly inconvenient for you. I love you. I love you, too. Of course I do. Oh, good. If you call me that again, I think I'll kill myself. Why are we doing this? Why are we staying apart? It's the end of the world. What else matters but this? We're older now. We'll figure it out. We'll do it better. Don't ask me this. It doesn't make sense for us to both suffer if we both have the means to end it. It's not that simple. No, it isn't, but it isn't that complicated either. I'm leaving New York. The journal's sending me abroad. What? I'm going to work as a war correspondent. How long has this been? It's pretty recent, but I've been trying for a while. You're going over there? Well, it's not like I'm serving. Does your mother know? I told her last week. That poor woman, she must be furious. She cried, but she's dramatic. She'll get over it. How could you do a thing like this to her? I'm not doing anything to her. You are so selfish. It's just a job. Oh, please. It is. It's a job that could get you killed. You're being ridiculous. You're just handing yourself over to them. They take efforts to protect journalists. I doubt it's a top priority. You know what they'll do to you if they catch you? The Germans, so... What? All I could happen here. For nothing. You know, sometimes I feel... I feel like I'm always back there. Outside of our apartment. Absolutely helpless. I mean, the most helpless I've been in my entire life. Whenever I have to think about this stuff or read some report or something, a part of me's back there. And it's just... It went so quickly from thinking 
Like, oh, okay, these are some kids making trouble, and I can talk my way out of it to truly, I mean, truly thinking that was how I was going to die. All I could see was them blurring around. All I could feel was them on me. My blood was filling my mouth. They weren't stopping. They weren't even slowing. I've never been hated that much in my life. I had no idea where you were, where anyone was. And I truly thought, I'm going to die here at the hands of these kids in some hallway in Boston being hated. It all felt so goddamn senseless. And obviously, obviously I didn't die. I was fine. Completely fine. But I still always think when they came for me, it was here. I can never forget that. Whenever I think about all of this, whenever I try to make sense of it, that simple fact keeps screaming in the back of my head. Those weren't Germans. They were Americans. He was here. It doesn't matter where I go or what I do. If it happens, it'll happen. At least now it'll mean something. I, I can't stay here any longer. They won't let us write anything true and just hearing all these unconfirmed reports, it just makes my stomach turn. I need to do something or I'll just go mad with the not knowing what's true or not. And I'll try to be careful. I will. No, you won't. Of course you won't. I have something to be careful for. I hate you. I know. So stupid. Come with me. What? Come with me. We'll, we'll work together. Like old times. There won't be a place. I'll find one. I'll make them give you one. I'll take care of everything. The journal's been asking me to try to get you for years. They'll be thrilled. Ezra. I'm terrified about going. You know. But I'll be less scared if you're with me. I don't know if we'll be all right. I don't know what will happen, but... I want to be with you. No matter what happens. So come with me. It'll be brilliant. It doesn't have to be any more than that. So what do you say? Ezra. I came here. I came here to tell you that... Yes? I've enlisted as a nurse. I'm shipping out in the new year. What? I'm serving as an army nurse. I needed to tell you in case. I couldn't go without telling you. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Damn it. I should have told you right away. W wait, can, can you get out of it? Can you tell them you have other plans now? No. I don't really think I can. 
God damn it. Sorry. It's just never the right time, is it? No. I guess not. Maybe that's for the best. What do you mean by that? I don't know. I should go, I think. Don't go. Look out the window. The snow slowed down. It's my chance to hail a cab. It might not start back up again. Th the worst might be over. Or it could be the calm before the real storm. I can't afford to get stuck here overnight. Please. Let me hold you for one more minute. Just one more? Just one. I'll send you a mailing address, somewhere to reach me, if you'd like. I would like that. I'll do the same, if you'd like. I would. Tell Freda I'm sorry for rushing off and all. It was so kind of you both to let me in. If this isn't the end of the world, like you think. And if we both make it out, come back. We can do it all properly. Just come back. she gone? Yes. I assume you heard. She told me. I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> Who's on her way? I don't know. It's sunset. Though, we should light the candles. She'll get here in her time. Are you sure? It's fine. There's seven more nights. I'm sure she'll make it to one. All right. Do you want to use the shamash, or should I? I'll handle the matches. You handle the shamash. That works. Thank you.
At the End of the World was written and directed by Zoe Sinisi Grossberg. It was stage managed by Isabel Futz and sound designed and edited by Remy Gajewski. Starring Sophie Falvey as Julia, Katie Friedemann as Freda, and Justin Polofsky as Edward slash Ezra. I am your host, Jack Brim. Thank you, and good night.